Oh, Miserable Mix is back! Oh, Miserable Mix happened on the Mix cast, too. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice! It was great, because it was a guest issue. It was awesome. I was like, Miserable Mix is here. In order for M- Merry Mix to arrive, Miserable Mix has some needs to swoop through the city and just pillage. And then it's okay. And then I'm good. I need to get it out of my system. It's like December 23rd. Like, screw you, kids. Yeah. Today's gonna suck if you want Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> Today is a proverbial coal in your stocking. If you really want to be happy, you're going to take it. That didn't sound right. Let's get going. Ladies and gentlemen, please welcome B-Tech Smith and Steve Mix. B-Tech Smith and Steve Mix. You are now entering the Megacars. The Megacars. What's up, Ted? Oh, hey, Steve. Oh, hi. <laughs> I was just getting caught up on the uh, mix cast. Yeah. Sounds like there is a uh, slight tinge of miserable Meg. Miserable Meg showed up on the mix cast, and he's back for the mega cast. Oh, man. You know Do what? I have to go terrible, Ted, or can I be regular, Ted? I think you, we'll see. Uh, here's the dilemma. I'm just going to throw it out there. Might as well just get right into it. We'll get the push-ups out of the way in a minute. We got a bunch of emails from the Mega family, some Mega babes that are chiming in. I'd love to do a segment where we just finally address some of the emails that we haven't gotten to. My dilemma. Heard from a friend. Having, you know, a, a friend, right? Like, I wouldn't say, like, you know, best friend, whatever. Well, this friend... Is this like an old-school East Coast friend? or yes. West? All right. Yeah, so he... He's like, hey, man, I know that you don't like really talking much on the phone, but right. can, 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 I, can we talk for like five minutes? And I'm like, well, what the hell do you want to talk about, man? Like, why can't you just say what you want to talk about in the text and I can respond to you? Like, I know it sounds stupid. And maybe people, I think people who spend their entire day at their job talking will probably understand this. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, I think if you're just at your job and you're like kind of on a computer and whatever it is that you do where you don't have to have a lot of interaction, maybe this doesn't make any sense to you. You're thinking, well, find better things to bitch about, miserable Migs. But, Excuse me. Yeah, Ted. Yeah. I'm burping <laughs> during your, during your uh, speech here. Sorry. No. Don't yell at me, Migs. Come on, Ted. <laughs> are you with me or are you against me? All I'm trying to say is... That's a good, miserable quote, by the way. Yes. Like, every miserable person's that way. Are you with me or are you against... Like, I'm... I'm not to either. I'm just, just, I'm just existing. But I'm just listening. Now that I have to take a stance, I'm with you. No, in fact, <laughs> I'm against you. I mean, suck it. I would love to do that once, where someone's like, "Are you with me or against me?" I'd be like, "I'm against you, man. I've been against everything that you've said for the last hour." Oh, I would, I would, I would too. <laughs> I guess more of the story. I don't know if you. Like, if you, if you have someone in your life and you'd like to give them a hard time because they don't want to be on the phone. Maybe you should do like a cup, like think about why they don't want to be on the phone. Maybe like they spend all day talking. Maybe they spend all day on the phone. Maybe they like they have a job where they're a telemarketer or they're on the radio or whatever yeah. it may be. By Bartender, the time, you know, right? Waitress. Yeah. Like I, when you're done, you're 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 mentally and verbally drained. Yeah. And I don't want to talk. And I feel like that's a. a What's he bringing up? Is he getting married? Divorced? I, I, it better be something on that level. But can you say that? Hey, man, I'm having a tough time in my life. Can we talk? As opposed to, I know that you don't like talking on the phone. Like, okay, so now you're taking a little bit of a shot at me, and you're expecting me to be like, no, 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 no. I do love talking on the phone, and I love talking to you. <laughs> of course, I was very sarcastic. Yes. Yeah. Oh, I like miserable mix. Me too. That's good. <laughs> I think. I think too. Not as well. I'm just playing devil's advocate here, Steve. Oh, you're against me. <laughs> All right, Ted I'm against, against you. me. I'm against you. Damn it, Ted. He's not taking a shot at you. I think he's just taking a very right. pansy way of being like, so I know you don't like talking on the phone, but can I get five minutes? Is that like, that's like the epitome of a passive aggressive line? Then would you say? Yeah. yeah, okay. Sometimes I have a hard time telling what is passive aggressive and what's not. And that feels like. You know like- what? It doesn't exist anymore, Steve. I've been reading up on this. Oh, really? Passive aggressiveness is just a. A pansy way of being aggressive, because it's still aggressive, right? So the the idea that this that it's passive, I, I think, is nonsense. In Seattle, people love to use it like Seattle's so passive aggressive. Like, no, they're kind of aggressive. They're just kind of pansies about it. 
It's like politely aggressive. Yeah. Right. And sometimes it's almost worse. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? You got a problem? Say it. We like, can figure it out. I'm being nice to you, but I'm telling you that you, things that you don't want to hear. Yes. Yeah. It's like when you deal with customer service or, you know, or you just get yeah. that spam email. Thanks for contacting us. Yeah. Uh, Did you see, uh, uh, God, what's his name? Sam, Ch- Sam Champion yesterday? No. All right, so he used to be the weather guy on like uh, CBS Morning Show and, okay. and Weather Channel. Yeah, I know. Now I know who you're talking about. So he was on a flight where they were like, "Oh, the flight's uh, like for safety reasons, it's too heavy. We got to take some people off." So they just like took off big pe- like and then put on other people. No, they didn't. They just took, right. They so took he's like, set people off of the. I don't. Plane. I shouldn't. You know, I shouldn't say necessarily. They just said okay. the plane is heavy. We need to take some people off and put others on. Right. For, the, so he for those just, that order two dinners, those are the people we're taking off. Yeah, he was just kind of like, "This is nonsense." Like, just take off. You know, you shouldn't be adding people on. If, if the weight's that big of an issue, shouldn't you right. just be taking people off? Like if, if there's a big discrepancy of like, let's just say a hundred pounds yeah. or something, or maybe 200 pounds, like we are 200 pounds over the limit. Instead of taking off like 500 pounds worth of people to then put 300 pounds of people back on, just take off the 200 pounds worth of people and not put anybody back on. Yeah. That, yeah but then there's money out of their pockets. Right. So I get, from what I read, it seemed like they were, or maybe these were just people they wanted to get on the plane. So they were lying about it. Ah. Either way, the airline starts going, it's a big airline, like, uh, send us a DM. And he just, like, retweets that and it's like, no, like, I'm not going to DM you. Like, I'm doing this publicly for a reason. Oh. Yeah. Wow. I know. I experienced that on a recent flight where, we were we were going coming back from New York, and I, we looked at our tickets. I'm like, ah, oh, son of a bitch. We're both in middle seats. We're not even next to each other. Even though we ordered them online for some reason. Dude, they do that all the time now. Yeah. They just move your seat. And so we go up to the desk uh, you know, while we're waiting, and we're like, hey, is there any way, you know, like to sit next to each other? We don't care where, like if it's window aisle or, uh, you know, middle, I mean, window or aisle, as long as we're together, you know? And he's like, well, come back to me later on. We're not sure. Right now, we don't have anything, but come back later. And I'm like, well, why would I? Like, I don't understand that. That makes no sense to me. And, and they kept saying, we're a full flight, blah, blah, blah. So finally, like 10 minutes before we're boarding, I go over there. I'm like, hey, any luck? And he goes, he grabs my tickets. He goes, punches some stuff in the computer. And then, voila, we have seats next to each other. And I'm like, how did that happen? Like, it's, like you know, it didn't yeah. make any sense. So then we sit in the row, and this guy's sitting next to us, and he goes, and he's saying something, and he, he works for the airline company. He's like, oh, yeah, we keep this row empty. Uh, it's like row 13 or something like that. We keep it empty, and depend just in case of circumstances like yours, then we will put you two together. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, oh, that was cool. But also in my head, I'm like, oh, so you waited until the last minute to make sure nobody cooler. You know what I mean? Like, I was like, yeah. well, like, what were you waiting for? Why couldn't you do it when I first asked? Yeah. It was such and a why weird did you thing. change my sheet? Her seat to begin with. Right. Not sheet. I, no, you're right, though. Yeah. Yeah, I had one man uh, for my birthday. I'll fly back from the East Coast on first class. Uh huh. And it's usually New Year's Eve. And I specifically got a seat on the aisle because I knew I was going to be having some beers and have to pee a bunch. Right. And, like, yeah, I was just, and they, you know, there's like a teenager next to me or something. And his dad kind of gave, and I wanted to be like, hey, man, like, I booked the seat so I wouldn't bug anybody. Right. And then they just moved it. Yeah. Yeah. You can't help that. Yeah, it's frustrating. Oh man. All right. Let's let's reset though. All right. Let's have some right. fun. We got the miserable. I'm getting fired up. All right. Well, maybe terrible Ted will still be around, but we got to get ten. We got to get our heart racing, our blood pumping, and our brain functioning. That's right, Ted. And what better song to do that than this one? DJ oh. Kevin. Yeah. I felt like listening to this song. All I do is win, 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 no matter what. Got money on my mind. I can <laughs> Here we go. Everybody hands go up. And they stay there. All right, let's get 10. <laughs> I, I love that 10 and I both put our hands up. You have to. Oh, hell yeah. All right, let's get 10 to Luda. We don't even know what losing means. Mega wins, mega casting. Come on, mega babes. And they stay there. And they say yeah. And they say yeah. 
I put my down too soon. All he does is win. All he does is win. If you go in here, put your hands in the air, make them stay there. Oh, that's Ted Talks, starring the Tex Mid. Well, coming off that song, it seems perfect what I wrote about today. It's like I'm, I'm actually legitimately fired up and happy. It is the truth, man. That song gets it done. The song is incredible. Mm. If you don't like that song, you probably just played yourself. If you don't like that song, you must love losing. Yeah. <laughs> probably wake up in the morning, have a glass of loser coffee. <laughs> With a loser Danish. Yeah. Yeah. It's 30 degrees outside. You drink an ice loser coffee like a bitch. <laughs> Your hands don't go up. They're in your pockets, loser. That Danish probably all old and crusty. Yeah. That ain't cheese on top of that. That's mold, dog. That's the sweat of a loser. (laughs) Sorry. Uh, So this week, I was going to tell people, uh, you don't want to be a loser like those guys. You want to be a winner like the Megacast. That's right. Uh, So a lot of people, you hear them say, do what you love, right? And you want to do that. But oftentimes, life and, and things in the uh, kind of get in the way, and you got to be responsible too. You know what I mean? Like sometimes you got to have a job that maybe not necessarily something you love, but something that pays the bills, yeah. helps support your family, or help support your single lifestyle, whatever it is. But I still do agree with do something you love. So if you're a singer, man, like you know, go have fun at karaoke, but also write some songs, you know, go to an open mic, you know, really mm-hmm. roll the dice or something. You know, I know plenty of people that try their hand at stand-up comedy and and this and that. So, I mean, you could be responsible and, and, and have your job and career and still do things you love. And there's so many outlets and resources. You're absolutely right. Like, if you bring up the singer example, it's like there's so many home recording studios where you shouldn't have a problem being able to write a song, even if no one ever listens to it. Yeah. The process is fun. And and the stand-up comedy thing, man, I know like, you've, you've dabbled in that from time to time. And you yeah. know, my, my mind is still racing because you know, that, that roast is going to happen, the, the roast of Steve Eventually. I, I think it might happen on September 11th of all oh, days. Oh, nice. Yeah. Uh, my buddy, I should say nice, sorry. No, I know what you mean. <laughs> <laughs> Which is like, the, that's the Seahawks home opener. Which people will be pumped that night, right? And uh, our boy uh, Craig Gas has really embraced this roast idea. He's going to be a part of it. Good. Which you is, need a professional, and he's working on getting uh, some other like name people to not just be on the dais, but just be in the audience. Like awesome, because he's he's super connected in this town, and you know he knows some people that I that we all know, but he knows them on a different level. And so he's like, oh, yeah, I think these guys insert certain rock stars, insert certain athletes would absolutely come if I hit them up. I'm like, this could be a a really special night. So keep in mind, September 11th, that might be a pretty awesome night at the Parlor Live, the roast of Steve makes. I'm not it's not confirmed just yet, but it's looking like it's going to happen. I, you know. Obviously, as one of your good friends, yes. seeing you get roasted will be awesome. It will be incredible. But I cannot wait to get up there and take shots at people in the audience or yes. on the dais. Oh, yeah. Ted, I think, Ted, you will. I, I, I'm saying it now with confidence that Ted will be the MVP of the roast. Oh, and I'm going to go ruthless on people. Yes. And I already like, oh, man, my, the wheels are spinning. And I, I, I'm, I'm excited, scared, S-less about being in front of a microphone and Doing comedy. I mean, I know yeah. we do it in a way, like at our live events on the radio, but it's different. It's different. Like, you know, coming up with an idea of a plan of attack and delivering it as opposed to just winging it. Uh, yeah. Like, I'm, I'm, I'm excited because I want to see how much I like that. Uh, nervous because I don't want to fail at it. But if I like it a lot, like, I, I mean, that's obviously something that would be fun to be able to do from time to time. Like, you know, I know we've been talking yeah. about trying to do live events. Could you imagine if we start creating crazy stuff like that for and people to come to? Ah. And it's just different because it's like, you know, the Seahawks run an offense and can run it. But like, there's a reason they have set plays. Right. So for us, the studio, the comfort of this is our set plays. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, once you remove the headphones, the microphone, the room, it gets weird and gets scary. So, oh yeah, uh, you know, we we played that uh, that that DJ Khaled song. Uh, all I do, I win. All I do is win. Have you heard the remix? You know, I I don't understand. It's, it's it has to be marijuana. How right. people find the time to go through people's speeches, grab the words of a song, and and edit it together so the person that w- insert celebrity here is now singing the song. 
All right. So somebody grabbed a bunch of Donald Trump stuff. And it's him singing Khaled's song? The, the, the All I Do Is Win song. So here, check it out. America great again. Obama. You're fired. All I do is win, win, win. No matter what. Got money on my mind. I can never right? get enough. And every time I step up in the building, everybody can go up. Like, how the hell are you even doing this? Jesus Christ. Like, how many hours does somebody put in to make this happen? Maybe it's just easy for them. And they stay there. And they stay there. Bye-bye. And they stay there. Up, down, up, down, I don't, You know, some down. people, I think their minds just work different. I know, but I don't even know how you can, like... You know, like the DJ Afro Jack? Yes. Right. Like, I saw a thing with him. And he's literally in a room, in a giant hotel room in Vegas, just, like, chain-smoking cigarettes... Yeah. I can't remember if he was drinking or not. And basically, he's just sitting there messing around. And he's like, I don't know. They just come to me. And he's just like, and he's like, I don't know which one's going to be the hit. Like, I don't have that ear. He's like, I can just sit here and do this all day. And just someone else has to pick, yeah. pick which ones are worth the damn. Yeah. Because then you got that one. Then you got this one, not nearly as awesome, but you got Obama singing Rihanna's song, Work. All right. I love you back. Work, 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 work. He said me happy. Work, 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 work. You see me do me dirt, 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 dirt. So put it. Work, 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 work. When you gonna learn, 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 learn. Make no care. He hurt, 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 hurt. Drive me to serve. This is stupid. No time to have you learn. Like this sounds like what I would be able to pull off. Don't like it. You know I dealt with you. Nice. No, touch me. You're not righteous. Like, all right, why don't we take a quick break? Yeah. I love the the Trump one. It's awesome. The Trump one's legit. You know, it's fun to be able to play a Trump clip, laugh about it, talk about it, and not have somebody, a Trump supporter, get all whacked out of their mind and send us a text message like it happens on the radio. Yeah. Like, I mean, I know we've talked about this before, but I miss, I mean, maybe it's because we didn't have social media, but back in the day, SNL would just roast whatever president is yeah. in office or like whether it be Reagan, Clinton, whoever. And I mean, I'm radio people got to do it too, but I think nowadays because we have that direct line to sometimes some people that aren't thinking all that clearly, they get so worked up. Like if we played that clip and just laughed about it, people are like, you effing liberals. It's like, no, it's just a funny clip, man. Yeah. I mean, but this is not, that's just not what we do anymore. Yeah. I mean, you look at Trump and then, you know, there's evidence and everything else about that Trump university and stuff. He never addresses it. He could just come out and go like, yeah, we screwed up. We screwed a lot of people out of money. Yeah. But he doesn't address it. He just goes, oh, uh, liberal media coming after me, right? Right, Because he knows And there's some people, you know, on Fox News that make some good points. And what do people on the left do? They go, oh, that's just Fox News. You're you're absolutely right. Like if if, if we started slamming on Obama or goofing on Obama, not not mean-spirited stuff, just joking about it. We can't joke about things anymore, man. Steve, you know the bottom line, what I'm going to say. As long as you keep two sides fired up, right? Keep yelling at each other about stupid stuff that doesn't really matter to them. Then... The millionaires take all the money while you're not looking. Damn straight. Ain't nobody going to jail for that, neither. Nope. Nope. Mm-hmm. We should take a break, Steve. That's right. Let's go back to drinking our loser tea with our loser danishes. Lo- yeah. Remember, a donut, <laughs> a flute with no holes is not a flute, but a donut with no holes is a danish. Yeah. The mega cast will I said be back. The mega cast will be back. Flying this weekend? How would you like to skip the long lines and all the security hassle completely? It's easy with cruising. Let's say you're flying from LAX to San Francisco. You have to arrive at the airport two and a half hours early, then more time to wait to board, take off, land, get your bags. But with cruising, we pick you and your family up in an SUV and off we go on a journey that takes just as long, but without those long lines. And don't worry, you'll still get a mid-trip meal. Can we take your order? Mmm, In-N-Out Burger in Bakersfield. Now you're cruising, and we charge you per person what the airline would. Your family's gonna love it. And they don't lose your bags. No one kicks your seat. In-N-Out Burger in Bakersfield. So come on, skip the airport completely, and get cruising. 
The Megacast with Lee Tech Smith and Steve is awesome and is back. Swish, I'm bound. I'm so awesome. Oh, bitch, keep calling. Hello. She think I'm awesome. Jackboys wanna rob me. Me? I'm so awesome. I'm here like a boss. I'm so, I'm so awesome. I'm so fit up ass. I'm so awesome. I'm so fit up ass. We're winning and we're awesome, Ted. Yeah, man. I love that that's just, you know, just how you make a record these days. <laughs> it's like write a song. I'm going to write about how awesome I am. Throw in a couple. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm so awesome. I, I didn't re- realize. I wish people could see your shoulder when you went. Uh, 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 uh. And then a little shoulder shake. I'm so awesome. I'm so like, awesome. I wish that guy would just sing that song like that. <laughs> like, just like at a concert. This amount of effort. I put in it. <laughs> You're all here because right. I'm so awesome. Right. <laughs> you bought tickets because I'm awesome. <laughs> Shy Glizzy. That's what I do. Uh, I didn't realize it until we went to the break that you were quoting uh, Caddyshack with the, the flute line. Yeah, of course. <laughs> I, I'm the worst when it comes to remembering lines to movies. There's only a few movies that I can spit out some lines. Obviously, Pootie Tang's not hard because it's just a bunch of random noises. Yes. Sadate. Sadate. Wadata. <laughs> Sepatow and the... Pony I can quote movies all day long. Ted is the ultimate movie quoter. Yeah. So I came across this story and I thought, well, I should put Ted to the test. I think you're going to go six for six. All right. There's six of them? Six of them. They're iconic... Spo- I love the title of the headline. Iconic sports movie quotes that you'll never use in real life. All right. Are these like <clears throat> real sports movies or like? Yes. Uh, oh, all right. Well, yes. Yes. I was quoting Caddyshack, but you know. You know what, though? In the grand scheme of things, Caddyshack, by looking at some of the things on this, would be considered a sports movie. Uh, well, that's, you know, the joke with Caddyshack, right? What's that? What's the greatest sports movie of all time? Caddyshack. What's the worst sports movie of all time? Caddyshack 2. <laughs> I didn't know that. I like Caddyshack too. <laughs> You're the one. I am the you, one. You like, there's nobody in it. It's a completely different movie. I didn't. Yeah, I get that, but I still was entertained by it. Because <laughs> who's in uh, Caddyshack too? Is it Dangerfield? I, I thought Caddyshack. I thought all those guys were gone. Oh man, I got to double check it. All right. You're probably right. I mean, yeah. you, you, you're, you're way more in tune with remember. I, I'm the worst at remembering anything from a film. Sometimes I don't even remember the names of the movies that I see. I have to describe it. And so it's like, oh, you're talking about Taken, you know, just for an example. I'm like, oh, yeah, that one. I'm a man with a specific set of skills. <laughs> and I see them all. I've one, two, and three. You know, I watched a movie with him a few weeks ago. And it wasn't Taken. Maybe it was like Taken 3. It seemed like the same concept. No, there's a movie where it's like, I think like his son was killed. Yes! It's a good movie. I don't know the name of it. Yeah. I was like, you know what? I get it now. This guy's awesome. Yeah. they've just Liam Neeson, yeah. He's just completely bought into being the badass whisper guy. And Ed Harris is a pretty good bad guy, too. You're right. Absolutely. Yeah. Dude, I was, we were on the man trying to find a movie to watch, and I came across three different action movies where the, the story, <laughs> like the description, was pretty much the same. Man's son kidnapped. Man's wife kidnapped. It's like all somebody's kidnapped, somebody's killed, and this guy's out for revenge. Sorry, <laughs> Steven Seagal, Liam Neeson, whoever. There's uh there's this old Denzel movie, right? Yeah. From like, I don't know, 13, 14 years ago called Man on Fire. Oh, great film. So when I was working in Baltimore, right? Yeah. And they had you know, there's different people that do commercials. So one guy, just every commercial he does is like very uplifting, and he smiles every time he talks. Okay. So I remember for some reason they gave him the promo that one, and it was like Denzel Washington unleashes his fiery rage. <laughs> it was like, dude, I don't think that's the total voice for this movie. He's a badass mother blanker killing people to avenge someone else's loss. <laughs> <laughs> you gotta ask Miles or Thrill about it. What I think Miles and Thrill will definitely remember. Rated R for strong language and uh, inappropriate violence. Right? <laughs> strong sexual content and themes. Full frontal nudity. That was always the line. Alicia's his fiery rage. When I was a kid, I used to get so stoked whenever like, I was trying to watch a movie when I was like home alone or at night, and like you know we didn't yeah. have DVRs. And what are you talking demand. about? N B N S S C. That's yeah. I remember. Strong sexual content, brief nudity, and nudity. Full frontal nudity. That was like I was high fiving myself. I was like, yes. Yeah. Strong sexual content was the best, though. Dude, look, I'm gonna sound really Cinemax, old, yes. but we I had Caddyshack. 
on like somebody had taped it on TV and I had uh-huh. it on VHS. And I would go home and freeze it at the scene with him and Lacey uh, underalls because mm-hmm. you could see her boobs. And I would oh, just pause awesome. it and, you know. There was a... <laughs> Dude, I remember when I we had the Sorry, VHS. Sorry, Chris. I think that was your tape. <laughs> we had the VHS of like Basic Instinct, and oh, forget about it. I mean, even if I watched the whole movie, I would make sure I rewind. I knew like exactly. It's like Mr. Skin before Mr. Skin existed. And yeah, I, you know, we were all Mr. Skin, right? We just kept it paused. Wild Orchid. I remember that one had a great sex scene. Um, of course, Showgirls, the pool scene. Dude, what pff, the shower scene in uh, uh, the Aliens? Uh, star, Starship Troopers. I can't remember. Starship Troopers? Is yeah. that the name of the movie? Yeah, that's a, yeah. That's a movie. Yeah. That shower scene is awesome. I don't know if I've ever seen that one. <sighs> Denise Richards. Oh, gosh, man. She is so hot. She's back always in... been hot. She's still hot. Yeah, she's still crazy. And that's okay. All right, sports All right. movies quotes. So the iconic sports movie quotes that you'll never use in real life. Here's the blurb that they said. There are thousands of sports movies out there with memorable lines that we all know, but there are only a handful that have become a part of our vernacular to become... Part of our vernacular become part of everyday culture. So what it's basically, these are movie lines that people just use more on more than one occasion. So the all right, so these are ones you actually use. Which is funny that they, they, they the title is movie quotes that you'll never use in real life because yeah. it's basically movie lines that you use a lot. <laughs> but they did put an asterisk next to it, so maybe that was like part of the joke. All right. All right. So I've got six of them. I'm going to play them, and then you have to just... I, I am... I will be shocked if you don't get six out of six. Oh, there's a lot of pressure now, Steve. I know. All right. All right. So here's uh, number six. This is the the sixth most iconic sports movie quote that you will never use in real life. I must break you. Oh, man, that's Ivan Drago from Rocky IV. You got it. Yeah. Boom. I must break you. Come on, dude. Now you knew that one. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, did Rocky IV, honestly, I disagree that that's, I think if he dies, he dies is a better line from Rocky IV. But it's a good call. I think the best line from Rocky number four has to be at the end when Rocky was single-handedly responsible for ending the Cold War. You know, like if I, if we can get along, you can get along. Of course, I'm paraphrasing it. Oh, yeah, that's such a great moment. Yeah, but he's right. That's the only one from Rocky Four I've probably used. That that is a good line. I must break you. <laughs> Freaking Ivan Drago. That workout scene when he's getting all juiced up. Oh, such so, a good movie. And the ramp keeps going up and up, oh. and he's running faster and faster. And punching, and he's like just whatever, just hitting that threshold more and more. Have you seen his TV commercials, Dolph Lundgren? No. Dolph Lundgren, by the way, I saw Universal Soldier. I thought Dolph Lundgren was going to take off. So, dude, I thought he was great in The Punisher. Yeah, so Dolph Lundgren has these he new was a commercials great for, uh, oh man, I got called the old guy on the podcast. They're, they're, Cobb and MCTP are like, I don't get it with He-Man. He's wearing underwear. He's got that bob cut. I'm like, he rode a tiger that was green with orange stripes. I don't even want to talk to those two ever again. Yeah. So, but I'm, I'm actually unfriending Cobb on Instagram. Nice. Yeah. Teach that boy a lesson. He needs, I don't care that you liked my last picture, Cobb. If you're not down with He-Man, you're not down with me. So keep drinking your loser coffee. Sorry. Oh, go ahead. Okay. <laughs> All right. Here's number five. Let's see if uh, Ted's able to nail this. This one's so easy. But let's see. You're killing me, Smalls. Oh, Sandlot. All right. Two yeah. for two. Sandlot's too easy. All right. How about this one? See, yeah, this I, I'm really going to be shocked if you get any of these wrong. If you build it, you will come. Oh, that's the core in Field of Dreams. <laughs> and it's all just a build out for him to have a game of catch with his dad. <laughs> Let's hey, be honest. spoiler alert, bro. <laughs> Dude, you're right. People probably haven't seen that one yet. Yeah, I wonder how many people haven't seen that. I mean, it's a whole new world of people that have that have grown up underneath us. That didn't sound right, but you know what I mean. Like, <laughs> that was a way wordier way to say than we're that old. Steve has a young bride, and there's younger people. <laughs> yeah, I, I'm sure my wife hasn't seen Field of Dreams. She probably hasn't. Yeah, Field of Dreams. I mean, Field of Dreams is a great movie, but that that's a baseball movie. They're they're longer. They're yeah. more like I don't know. I don't think I could show her that and she would enjoy it. No different than I almost think I'd be afraid to show her Bull Durham thinking that she, even though I love that movie. Yeah. Bull Durham, I, w- I would think she'd have a better chance of enjoying Bull Durham. Agreed. Than Field of G- Here's the difference. When you watch like a football movie, like there's antagonists and stuff, but it's very violent. Yes. And like they get in fist fights off the field and stuff or they make up for it or it's, mm-hmm. uh, remember the Titans and there's racist stuff, but they yeah. get through it. 
And like, it's a feel good story, but it's kind of like you work through it. Yeah. Whereas baseball movies, especially Field of Dreams, I'm saying it's a long, long road to get to the fact that he has unresolved issues with his father. It's like, it's like such a more serious note. It's just like, Jesus it is a Christ. bummer. Yeah. It's like, God damn it, baseball movies. Costner, you dick. Costner, and Costner does it all the time. Like, I don't think, I don't think he's the best actor in the world. Right. But he makes a great baseball movie. Yeah. Well, uh, Okay, uh, what's your favorite baseball movie of all time? I feel like baseball movies are almost like Superman movies, like the recent crop. Like, they're not the most exciting movies to watch. I might go Eight Men Out. Wow. Yeah. Man, I was thinking Mr. 3000. I really like Bernie Mac. Oh, Bernie Mac? That movie is so underrated. His buddy is, uh, I forget his friend's name, but always in the lower sweatsuits. Yes! That guy, to me, makes that movie. Well, yeah, I mean, Major League, of course, is a great one. Major League, right, obviously. Have you seen Bad News Bears? I mean, there are some good baseball movies, but have I you think, seen Major League where they go back to the minors? I think it's Major League Three. I have to have. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I have. <laughs> I love that movie. <laughs> you think oh, they're going to do a new one? Wild thing got a little too wild and <laughs> contracted a sexually transmitted disease. Oh, probably not. <laughs> but uh, I'm sure some people would call that a wild thing now. <laughs> All right, here's number three. Again, I will be shocked. If the Ted Smith gets this one wrong. The price is wrong, bitch. <laughs> oh, Happy Gilmore when he's getting in a fight with Bob Barker. Bob Barker. <laughs> is that even really a sports movie? Yeah, I mean, he's, the whole premise is that he's playing golf, Steve. I know, I know. And he's a hockey player that couldn't cut it. And he wears a Boston Bruins. I love Happy Gilmore. I, just I never... mean, remember, he's the only guy to ever stab another player with a skate. He holds that record. That is very true. <laughs> See, that's what I mean. Ted, I don't think I could ever stump you on these things. All right. Number two. Again. I think I would have went six for six on these. <laughs> show me the money! Jerry, you better yell! Show me the money! Yeah. Well, I mean, he even used his name Jerry for Jerry Maguire. Of and course, Cuban Gooding Jr. Great callback, though, to are you with me or are you against me? Yeah, no kidding. I mean, right? that was the epitome of everybody was pretty, spoiler alert, was pretty much against you, except for that one girl. Yeah. Oh, what's his name, too, that I like? Jay Moore is such a great sleazeball in that movie. Jay Moore was great. I, I feel like Jay Moore was almost like, like that was like an Ari Gold-like performance. You know what I mean? Yeah, man, I love Jay Moore for years, and I, I've never understood why he hasn't ascended to that next level. He kind of was on the precipice for quite some time. Yeah, and I feel like people like me that like him, like, follow stuff he does and everything. Do you think he got too absorbed into the world of sports? Not as a negative, but, like, he really, like, I mean, I think that guy really enjoys being a sports radio guy. He does. And, but he's also a really entertaining comedian slash actor. I, he, you know, I can't say enough, well, I don't know enough about his acting these days, but I will say this. If you go see him... Like in a weekend, you can go to all four shows. He does a different uh, hour act for each show. Oh, I've never seen him live. Oh, he crushes. Have you ever read it? I read his book a long time ago, his uh, book about his experience being in Saturday Night Live, how awful the experience was for him. Yeah. It's a great book. I mean, it's- it really kind of gives you an idea of like how hard it was to... You have a lot of respect for the guys that have made it on SNL, Guys and Girls. Yeah. Because... I mean, he was just hitting his head against the wall, and then he finally got a skit that worked, and it turns out he stole the the premise from another comedian, Ugh. and and that that basically was almost that was pretty close to career suicide for him when it came out that there was some bit I think in an Irish bar, if I remember correctly, it was it was a very iconic, funny SNL. Is it skit. Bill Bratsky? It could have been. To Bill Bratsky. I'll have to double check, man. It's been so long since I read the book. My memory retention's never been great. But, Bill uh, Bratsky, Steve. I'm pretty sure that's the bit. Had hair lice the size of, ma- of mice. I'll have to look it up. I'll look it up. Bill break. Bratsky, currently ranked 18th in the AP College Bowl. How am I supposed to beat <laughs> Stump Ted with any of these movie quotes? Especially number one. <laughs> Are you crying? Oh, so crying in baseball. There's no crying in baseball. A league of their own. <laughs> well, that didn't work out. <laughs> Hey, real quick before we go to a break, uh, right. since we're on talking about sports, I don't know if you came across this story, but there was a, a, a guy that was playing uh, tennis, and he got into trouble because he started making fun of his opponent's grunts. Oh, yeah. Did you see this? Yeah. It's hilarious. It's awesome. So, yeah, they were, I guess, having a match, 
And one of the guys, and you'll hear it in the audio, I mean, he is very loud with his grunts. It's like Monica Seles, like grunts, but not sexy because it's a dude. Yeah. And finally, after about like the fifth or sixth grunt, his opponent just makes makes a mockery of him. Yeah. And he gets penalized for it. So this is the, that's the legit guy grunting. Sounds like a dying whale. Here it comes. That is awesome. That is good for him. <laughs> he gets a point deducted for doing that. Which, I mean, eh, I think it's a little much. Yeah. I don't know, man. Some people, like, it's like, well, he's got a grunt. That's how he practice. It's like, no, yeah, he doesn't. that loud. <laughs> right. You know, like, he doesn't have to. feel bad for his girlfriend. Oh. What if he's just silent when he actually has sex? She's like, what? You do sa- I save it for the tennis match. Yeah. <laughs> Why don't you do that to me? We'll be back. back or nothing because that implies that we're back from something. If we're back from something, it's some checks you owe us. I expect that payment, nothing less or over. I don't need them favors that you asked me for. I could give two f- about where the Grammys go. I just gave out Grammys on my Instagram. Them OVO boys, the business, man. It is what it is. Trust me, you get what you give. Yeah. Yeah. You gotta come to my side and see how we live. Yeah. yeah. I cannot see heaven being much better than this. Yeah. I'm here for a good time, not a long time, you know. I I haven't had a good time in a long time, you know. I feel blessed. I'm way up, I feel blessed. The mega cost is back. Way up, I feel blessed. If you're having difficulty communicating with people, maybe you should join the Passive Aggressive Society. And when you join, you'll receive a -a one-of-a-kind pledge pin. Although I really thought they'd be shinier and bigger, but I guess they'll do. And uh, don't bother picking up donuts for our meeting. We'll make an extra trip out of our way and we'll take care of it. You just show up and drink all the coffee we made. Oh, and by the way, since you're probably too important or too busy to attend that's okay it doesn't look like we have time to make it to your birthday party either and if you don't want to join i guess we'll just be meeting without you the passive aggressive society these guys are kind of hot that's why i voice this for free the mega cast is back my girlfriend's bitching cause i always sleep in yeah she's always screaming She's calling a friend. She's kind of hot, though. Better be. Yeah, she's kind of hot, though. <laughs> they say we're losers and we're all right with that. We are the leaders of the not coming back. But we're all right, though. Yeah. <laughs> that passive-aggressive commercial. Who, we, who is this? Five seconds to summer. Oh, all right. I want to not like them, but th- their songs are really fun. They're like the uh, kind of like a boy band with instruments, right? Yeah. They're like, like, a, like I don't know, One Direction meets Good Charlotte. Yeah, every, yeah. They were here a few weeks ago. Yeah, they did that through the key arena. Yeah. Well, I didn't, I had no idea who they were, right? Right. So they were sitting right outside of our, outside of our office. They had some really good snacks. I want to take some of their snacks, but it's another story. But I was talking to somebody uh, who re- remained nameless down on the end. Uh-huh. And I was like, who is this band? Like, people are jacked. And he's like, he's like, look, like, they're really cool guys. Like, they get it that, like, the bulk of their audience might be, like, teenage girls. But he's like, they make catchy songs. He's yeah. like, I like them. Yeah. I mean, it's, and then it's that's all. I was just like, fun. all right. Like, that's, yeah. Yeah, they're fun. I mean, I, I wanted to hate them at first. In fact, I did hate them at first. And then when I started, that, that song came out. I'm like, that's oh, kind of a fun song. Plus, they sat outside our office, like, munching on food for, like, half an hour. 
And like anybody that came by and said anything, they were super nice and like, oh yeah, whatever. Oh man, they're living the dream right now. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) So if you want to hate them, sorry, we can't help you here. That's right. They're not (laughs) drinking loser coffee. You are. No. No chance. No, they're winners. They They got that winner French press. That's right. Like a gallon of it, man. Ted, before we started the mega cast, we were trying to like do our quick little prep. Like, hey, let's yeah. talk about this. Let's talk about that. Oh man, I didn't even brought that up too. Uh, hopefully, we'll get to all this. We'll see. But you said you had a bone to pick with me. I do. I'm very curious what this bone is that you need to pick with me. All right. Uh, <laughs> so, Steve, uh, over the years, you're yes. not a vegan, but you're married to a vegan. Yes. Uh, so I'm 80 percent vegan. Right. You eat a lot of vegan meals. A ton. And this and that. And then when I talk to you, you know, like, we'll go out and we'll get, like, sushi. Maybe we'll go crazy and get chicken wings. Yeah, we'll, that. we'll feast at the Buffalo Wild Wings. Right. I've heard you talk about getting, like, crappy teriyaki food. Yes. This and that. So today I get up, dropping a deuce, scrolling through social media. Nice. And what do I see? <clears throat> the cast W's, like, hey, what's your free- favorite meal? S- or, uh, Steve Miggs's uh, chicken fried steak. Uh-huh. And I'm like, that mother... They never, I've never heard you once say, even say the word chicken fried steak. I'll be honest with you. I have no idea what you're talking about. (laughs) That's exactly what I thought. It was a picture of you like in a restaurant and there's a piece of chicken fried steak in front of you. And I'm just like, what? Like when does Steve eat chicken fried steak? And like, (laughs) I've I've eaten it twice this year. One time at 13 coins a few weeks ago, we had a breakfast meeting. And so that's where it is. Okay. And then the other time, we were Peter Parker was playing a show on Capitol Hill. We went to some, it wasn't a bar, it was like a breakfast type place, but I mean, it was open all hours, like a diner in right. Capitol Hill. And I'm like, it's on the menu. If I have Oh, did you go to Lost Lake? Yes, I think so. Yeah. Oh, unbelievable. So it was awesome. At like 10 o'clock at night, I'm eating chicken fried steak with eggs. I love yeah. chicken fried steak with eggs, but it's not like as if I'm like obsessed with it. I've had it twice in a year. Right. It just it just seemed crazy. Like Steve's favorite meal is chicken fried steak. And it's on KSW's page? Yeah, that's this what I saw. It's got to be Vicky. Vicky oh, Pratt. yeah. Vicky sent it out. Oh Maybe gosh. it was like, what's your favorite? What's your favorite meal for breakfast? Clearly, Steve Miggs loves him some country fried steak. It's not even country fried steak, you girl. <laughs> You girl. You girl. Like, that's an insult. <laughs> you, right. you silly girl. So I guess I don't have a bone to pick with you specifically. I was just like, like when Steve eating all this country fried steak? If I knew he loved it, we could have gotten some. Uh, yeah, like at Spokane, we do everything in excess. Beer drinking. Let's do that. Eating pizza. Like at no point were you like, hey man, we should get some chicken fried we steak. We should have chicken fried steak for breakfast and dinner one day in Spokane. Okay. I didn't think I'd have to twist around. This picture is very disconcerting. Like- I look re- like, like the look on my face is like, why are you taking a picture of me? Yeah, what the you- whole thing was awkward. That's how I was just like. This is a really awkward picture. I just- don't like, the- no, that makes sense why Scuba Steve's like, hey, pro tip, Crockett's and Puyallup at some next level chicken fried steak. I saw that tweet. I'm like, why are we talking about chicken fried steak? Because <laughs> Vicky, you girl. <laughs> I just, it just, it just caught me out of the no, blue. I get, you're right. It caught me out of the blue by you bringing it up. I'm like, where did you read this? Right? Like, even if it said Steve loves omelets, like, that makes sense. I've had omelets with Steve. <laughs> we ha- we're at a point in our lives where you should have experienced all the food that I love. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. That's just like, I can't believe he's eating chicken fried steak. Bro, speaking of food, I got to tell you, though, I talk- we talked about how we were going to Plum Bistro to have dinner. Yeah. Unbelievable experience. All right. The food there is phenomenal. And it's all vegan. I had a lasagna that had, that had cheese on it. But it's not cheese. It was cashews that hmm. were turned into cheese. So it tasted, it was on par with any good lasagna that I've ever had. No so kidding. we got to go one of these All times. Right. My, and we had an avocado roll that was through the roof. Uh, my wife had a great meal that was like a tofu, like a chili type meal. Like not ch- like Chilean type of a meal. Oh. It was, it was delicious. And then afterwards we went to Sugar Plum, which is like their dessert place a few blocks away. And it's all vegan ice cream. Mm. So not dairy free, basically. And we had like a, a cookies and cream blizzard that must have been like coconut milk or something. Oh, unbelievable, dude. You see Ben and Jerry's got dairy free now. I noticed that. Yeah. Everything but the cow. Well, I guess we both noticed it. It's this giant billboard right outside of our work. Right across the street. I know. Did you uh, see that, Steve? It's crazy. <laughs> oh, dude. Speaking of my wife, though, I have to bring this up. All right. You're not going to be happy. 
She just joined the dark side. Wait a minute. Which dark side? Is she like a nerd? No, she's not. She wears glasses because she actually needs glasses. So, she's no. In the dark it, it, side. And she only wears them at home. She's not into wearing them in public, even though I think she looks really She's not a big cute. sports fan. No. Oh, man. I'm worried now the look you're giving it's a, me. It's a conversation that we've had on this megacast. Not today, but on the megacast. We've, we've raged against this. Don't tell me you own one of those stupid candle holders. It's the first thing on my little sheet of notes. Classy babies. She joined the dark side, man. Oh, I and let me you. guess. You got the speech about how it's great, and it's all, it's all, a lot of it's for charity. Here's the problem. She had no idea what this glassy baby thing was, right? All right. So uh, we babysitted uh, her parents' dog, Trixie. Her, uh, her mom comes back. <laughs> and <laughs> I mean, am I wrong? So, yeah. As you see in the picture, her mom comes back with a gift for my wife that she saw when they were shopping. It's a pink, glassy baby. And she shares the story. It's like forty dollars. Just think. Is that well? Forty seems better. I heard they were like sixty or eighty. Maybe I was wrong. I don't know, but I thought that's what I heard. And shares the whole story. And my wife's like, oh, "I love it. This is so cool." And it's already now prominently placed in our living room. It's been used. Dude, I tell you what, man. I'm not happy about this. I gotta hire some cleaners. Everybody knows a good house cleaner. Local business. Let me know. Yeah, you. You really. Uh, that one night we all hung out and Ryan Castle came over. Yeah, he was very disturbed by your bathroom, which yeah. is funny because it didn't. I didn't even blink an eye. Yeah, like, it didn't even bother me. Like that Ted's bathroom is a complete mess. Yeah, why? Well, right. I always smoke slips in there, so there's like ashes <laughs> on the floor, ashes everywhere. It looks like it's yeah. But Castle was like genuinely disturbed by it. Yeah, but I'm gonna get that thing clean in the next week or two, okay. and I'm gonna go to Target and get a bunch of different candle holders, and we're gonna see if she can even notice the distance. Difference. Yeah. yeah. Just say, hey, when we come over, she'll be like, hey, check it out. I got a glassy baby. And she'll be like, oh, I have one too. Yeah. Oh, so pissed, man. I'm like, great. Now we're going to be in the glassy baby business. Well, now, right. And then it makes us seem like bad guys if, we, if, you, don't, if you don't support glassy babies or Toms because they give money to charity. Right. I have a pair of Tom shoes. They don't look like girls' Tom shoes. I'm very fond of the shoes. They're my favorite pair of shoes. My wife got them for Christmas once. Hmm. They're right up there with those Ugg boots. All right. I'll have all to right. show them to you. Well, maybe I, think, I should ease off on Tom. You might have to. Tom's a nice guy. All right. You know what? Let's say- face. I mean, he's got MySpace. <laughs> and right? his shoes. I wish I was the same Tom. That would be awesome. Uh, let's hold out on the glassy babies. Let's see. And you know, let's give it a good test run. Okay. So end of summer, let's mm-hmm. revisit it and see if at any point this summer, other than her mother, somebody came over and went, you know what? Glassy baby makes this room. Okay. I'm, win- I'm in. But right? that, invi- that involves us inviting people into our home. Well, you have to do that too, Steve. Damn it. That's not going to happen. Uh, I did want to get to a few messages that we got from some of our fine uh, mega family members. All right, all right. Uh, on Twitter at the MegaCast uh, email, we might change it so that we could check it more frequently. But right now, it's uh, the MegaCast at Yahoo.com. The problem with Yahoo is that it's just—I mean, I went through about two, maybe three hundred spam emails before I found. I mean, I don't know how many times I was told my our account was breached. Uh, that this person's looking for love, that they've got some money to give to us. Like all, like your 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 PayPal account has to be changed. Click on this link. It's, I it's, like the ones that are filthy, but the words are backwards. Right. So it's like neat, like <laughs> Paul Neatus. <laughs> Suck. <laughs> right. You're just like, what does this mean? <laughs> What poll are you talking about, lady? Wanting boobs, you touch. <laughs> I always like that in the It's been a while since we've chatted. Click on this to see my picture. I don't know what the you are. We never chatted. I'm, I'm nice. not calling you on the phone. I'm nice girl. From Lithuania. Yeah. Uh, Mackenzie, she is a nice girl. Not from Lithuania, but she listens to the Megacast, and she says, right. I've enjoyed having the Megacast back to the original bro time between Steve Miggs and the Ted Smith. Nice. Thank you. Appreciate that. Is that girl and the the other girl? They have to be sisters, right? Or does that girl have two accounts? I don't know. Because that's girls. a Twitter, right? Yeah, I feel like fun. that. Yeah, yeah, Mackenzie. Yeah, and I feel like we've gotten followed by another girl with the last name Phillips. So I'm oh. like, are they sisters, or maybe she has two accounts? Oh, it could be both. Yeah, maybe she's her own sister. Hmm. Uh, our friend Rebecca. 
Oh, uh, sure. She, she chimed in, and I love this idea. I think this would be a good idea for us either to do it on a Wednesday night me- episode of the Megacast, or if we ever wind up doing one. Remember when we did like a weekend one where we opened up the megaphone? Oh, yeah. Maybe that would even be perfect for this. She says, you guys should do a Facebook live stream of the Megacast. I bet it'd be hilarious. It's not a bad call. I think that's a great idea. Maybe we'll plan like a Saturday afternoon or a Saturday night. At some point, we'll try and figure it out and try and figure out a spot where we could put the camera where you could see both of us. All right. And, and 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 the fun part would be people could watch it live and then they could call in. Yeah. And and chime in on whatever whatever stupid thing that we're talking about, probably glassy babies. I think also we should take it on a on a walk. Okay. You know, live streaming Ted and Steve go on a walk. After the mega cast, we are, we are we're off to a restaurant. Yeah. And we continue the show there. Won't yeah. be weird at all. Yeah. People won't be creeped out. So we got some emails as well. This one I'm pumped about and I'm sorry some of these are from like several months ago, so right. apologies if we haven't gotten back to you, but I think you understand now, and we're not trying to be douches, but sometimes we just don't check the email. Uh, Butch. I never check it, Steve. I know. Me either, clearly. <laughs> he goes, I've been catching up on the podcast. I want to let you guys uh, in on something. I started this actually last year, but I got sidetracked by life in Emerald City Co- uh, Comic Con cosplay, but now I'm back on track and looking to start it up again. What I've attached are the early stages of the Ted and Steve Muppets. Nice. If you guys want me to pro- you want to provide me with any input as to fabric color you'd want, please free feel feel free to let me know. I'll be sure to send you progress updates until the ultimate reveal. Keep it real, fellas. As always, thanks for the laughs, and that's from Butch. Nice. Thanks, Butch. Uh, sorry, he's, he's got the head so far, not not like it's before the skin is on it, so it's like the the plushy part. So I was very excited to see that because there's nothing I want more than. Mega Cast puppets. Are we like uh, Sesame Street puppets or like Minionettes? Minionettes, not the word. You know, like what, what the ones with the strings. No, marionettes. Marionettes. No, it looks like more like a Sesame Street type puppet. All right. Do you have any uh, input on fabric clothes? I don't know. I've never had a puppet. Do you want him dressed nice with a button up? Do you want a no? He should be wearing like a t-shirt and jeans or shorts like I wear all the time. There you go. Same with me. Pair of jeans, maybe like a black t-shirt. Yeah. If you, I don't know how if it's a whole body thing, that'd be cool. Like a bodysuit? No, I don't know if it's like from head to toe an actual puppet, or if it's just like from the waist up. Clearly, I want a large bulge <laughs> if it's uh, from the waist down. I'm just picturing your puppet now in just like a like a onesie. Wait, why That's is, fine. Why Steve's puppet in a onesie? Like, is that how Steve dresses almost every day? Yeah. Anyway, it's his it's wearing his footy pajamas. Yeah. Uh, Jessica. He, she chimed in and said, I was listening to the podcast, a song started playing, and I instantly began to wonder, what would Ted and Steve think about this? Sorry, Steve, I didn't see any whores wearing nerd glasses. <laughs> I don't even know if you two will find the humor in this like I do. It's a song by the artist called Brooke Candy, featuring Lake Wet, and the song is called P-Word Makes the Rules. Have you heard this, Ted? I feel like I might have. I've never heard the song until I grabbed it. She's got the cat. Yeah. It's like a good strip club song. It's a, and the video is hypnotizing. Really? Oh, yeah. You'll like the video. I mean, I can't say she's wrong, right? Yeah. So she writes, I'm a woman, but I don't want to make all the rules. What rules do you like to set and what rules do you like the ladies to set? If there are rules. I'm at work. I would love to type more, but it's almost time to clock out. So I got to go crack a beer. Love you, boys. Jessica. I don't like. You think she's asking like sexual rules or like I rules of, like relationships? Relationship rules. I got one. All right. Uh, the the number one rule. Let me know where you want to go eat. I don't want to pick it because if I pick it, typically, and I don't know if you've had this experience in relationships. And I know it's kind of like a a rehash thing. Probably a lot of people have complained about, but it's very true in my world. Any suggestion I make, it's like eh, I'm not feeling like eating that. Yeah. But you pick. It's a psychological thing. And it's like I've read I've read a few things about it. There, there's some people, which I kind of agree with, but it's tough to do. Where it's like 
it's baiting you into an argument or a conversation that you can't win. Yeah. What should we have for and then you suggest things and they go, No, that doesn't work. So basically it's almost like a wanting for you to finally say, Okay, well we're gonna eat here. Whether you like it or not. Right. Vegan. But then you have to deal with the backlash of that. We're so going to Ezel's chicken vegan. Yeah. I mean I, I'm with you. That's I don't think that one will ever go away. That's no. the one I get in the most trouble with, too. Especially, like, I don't mind picking most of the nights, but if I go, hey, you know, whatever. Or if you're going, here, I'll give you a quick example. This okay. is the last time it really blew up for me, was I was driving back from uh, uh, the Olympic Nas- National Park, right, over on the peninsula, and we're driving through uh, one of those towns. I forget which one. And, like, as she's driving by, she keeps going, should we eat here? Yeah, that's fine. Should we eat here? That's fine. And finally, I just said, pick, pick an effing restaurant. Just pick a place. Like, what do you want me to tell you? Right. I started with, we could eat at Taco Bell and I'll be fine. Right. And, 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 and that's a bad thing to say. Right. And then it's like, well, you, you just get, you know, you get, you get frustrated. And it's like, I, I didn't really yell at you. I am frustrated because you asked me about five goddamn restaurants and I said, pick one. Well, guess what? While we're trying to pick a place to eat, the reason why we're picking a place to eat is because we're hungry. And yeah. when, when human beings are hungry, we're angry. We're hangry. We yeah. eat Snickers. Yeah. Pick a place. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and I still say people should be having sex before they go out. Oh. Before dinner, pre-dinner sex. Is that your rule? <laughs> I try. It doesn't always work. But I'm just saying, by the time you get to di- just think- I know. So there's been a multiple times where Ted and I are going out to eat, and I'm like, Ted, no. I'm not having sex with Steve, you. Steve, we're having sex before we go out, dude. I don't want to, though. I'm just saying, by the time you get to dinner, you could be the staunchest meat and potato guys in the world. You just had sex with your girlfriend, and she wants to go to, like, leaf only. Like, you're like, hell yeah, let's go to leaf only. I've been wanting some leaves for a while. Yeah. Is this a rustic artisan leaf? I'm in. I'm like a horse, man. I just want some foliage. Right? Or foliage? Foliage. Yeah. Uh, Julie says, I want to send a huge thank you for you guys for what you do. I'm a Migs and the Ted Smith podcast follower, Migs Cast, the podcast, and I usually save the mega cast for last because it's my favorite. Yeah. Where after how the beginning of this week is going with my middle class problems, I was so thankful to listen to you two and Luke on a Wednesday night. You guys are always so funny, genuine, and positive. Thanks for helping this teacher survive the last few weeks of school. Nice. Man, I would love a day like where we could just take, if we could take calls, it would be so fun to hear teachers complaints about the students oh and they're dying right now too it's early june oh like the i remember being a student and i only know it as my brother's an administrator but it's like right the the, the teachers everybody wants out by this point absolutely everyone's foot is one foot out the door yeah uh one more and we'll get out of here and we'll save the uh the rest of them for the next time uh this comes from cindy i had an email you after last week's podcast i'll let you know that even though luke wilson is has abandoned you just kidding Still a fan, and I now listen every week. I enjoy the camaraderie between both of you, and you make me laugh out loud, which is kind of embarrassing at work since it's really quiet. Mm. Keep up the great work, and that's from Cindy. Yeah, nice. another thanks, mega Cindy. babe that got turned on to us thanks to Luke Wilson. And I like the one mega babe saves us for last. We're like the best bite. That dude, I'm. Do you do that for dinner? all the time? I know my wife used to make fun of me. She now does it. Dude, I did it Sunday at brunch. I'm having the mm-hmm. best piece of breakfast or bacon I've ever had in my life at uh, Revel. Uh huh. And then uh, I save specifically one piece of egg, the last piece of bacon, and a little bit of the toast to like right. the most enjoyable bite. Oh, it's the best part. It's the, yeah, you got to save your favorite bite for last. My wife thinks I'm insane, but now she's starting to do it, and it bit her in the ass. Because we were in New York, we're at a deli, and we're eating. Of course, it's very difficult to find vegan options. So she's having a salad, but she's also enjoying a potato knish. Oh, nice. Unbelievable. If you've never had a knish, go to the East Coast. I think they sell them in, in stores as well. Like you can get them in the frozen food section. Potato knish is like one of the simplest but most awesome meal that you're going to have. Well, I think she's done. There's like a little piece of a potato knish left. And she's already finished her salad. She's, she's just talking with my parents. So I reach over, grab it, and put it in my mouth. And she goes, I was going to eat that. And I thought she was kidding, so I go, ha ha, and I just start chewing it and swallow it. And she's like, no, I really was going to eat that. And I'm like, oh my God, I'm so sorry. Thankfully, my dad didn't feel like finishing his knish. He had a half left, so she got to enjoy his knish, which made me All right. That I thought, I was like, oh my God, I'm really sorry. I did not. She's like, I was saving the best thing for last, like you like to do. I'm like, well, you need to let me know. How am I supposed to know? You're not. All bets are off. That knish was mine. <laughs> best, best bite for last. Generally a good idea. And you know what? I didn't care. You know why? Because all you do is win. That's right, Ted. Yeah. All I do is win, win, win. 
no matter what. Uh, this song is so good. I almost want to listen to this one every week. And every time I step up in the building, everybody hands go up. I'm eating your knish, baby. And they stay there. And they stay yeah. And they stay there. Ludacris All right, let's get 10 Mega Family. Thank you for listening, as always. Just a quick reminder for anyone that listens to us on iTunes. Right now, there's two different feeds going on. What's up with that? There's some issues with our website, so they had to create a new feed. So if you have the old feed, I'm going to keep posting on there until they tell me I can't anymore. All right. So if eventually you stop seeing our podcast, download it. Or please subscribe to the new feed. On the feed, you'll even see our names. on. I'm talking about iTunes. They'll say, like, the Ted Smith and Steve Miggs in the like in the subtitle. All right. Like that'll show up on the newer feed. So and basically if you have the old feed, you've had it for a while and you haven't resubscribed to a new feed, please do. And it's on iTunes. We have it on our Twitter at the Megacast so you can subscribe figure it out. to our new feed. Please. And hopefully they'll get this all figured out. I know there's some issues on the app as well. They're trying to figure it all out. I don't Yeah, that get new it. website's just been a headache. It's been the biggest headache for the Megacast, more than anything else, I think. <laughs> yeah. Which doesn't seem right because Well, it happened it happened to BJ and Miggs. It happened to the men's room. Like everybody right. keeps emailing us, "What about this hour? What about And then the only thing, that is one thing is a huge pet peeve of mine. So who's asleep at the wheel, not doing their effing job? Like, dude, not everyone's at fault, right? Like, it's right. Like, nobody's at fault here. Like, there's just there's some. It's a new system, it's, right? We don't have all the kinks out. Yeah, and I don't get why it's affecting us at the MegaCast because one thing we know. All I do is win. There it is. All right, thank you for listening. Yeah. We'll be back next week. Hey man, go win this weekend. Yes, because we're winners. And they stay there. And they say yeah